welcome to On the Line, a podcast for tennis players, coaches, and fans. I'm your host, Jenny Robb. Today on the line, we have a Brit and a Texan who are solving the coaching puzzle. Tim Bainton and Jeremy Carl, authors of The Complete Coach. Welcome to the show. Hey, Jenny. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're excited <laughs> to be here. I'm so glad you guys are here. Now, I have uh, I have read the book and um, love it. Uh, so thank you so much for, for this contribution to our, to our industry. And I got to tell you... Um, Right from the beginning, it was sort of a you had me at hello moment. Jeremy, you, you talk about um, September 11th and, and sort of how that shaped you in a bit. Can, can you tell us a little more about that? Yes, yes. So I, I started out from graduating from college. I started working in government, and I worked on the Hill at the time of 9-11 happened. And, you know, it was obviously, you know, incredible day for our country. And, you know, I just have a, had an interesting perspective on it. And it was interesting how I feel like I was kind of able to relate it a little bit to coaching and how that coincided a little bit. Um, and I say in the book, I talk about how the center I worked for at the time was just very, um, kind of acted like a coach almost. Um, you know, it was obviously... We had to, you know, make sure that she had to make sure that we were all safe. And um, the thing that, you know, my parents were most is she made sure that um, that uh, a simple email was sent to my parents just to make sure that, you know, we were all the staff was OK. And, you know, that that was a just a, you know, as a coach too, you're trying to make sure that you're helping the people you coach and you're making sure you know that you know, times may be stressful, um, you know, but you're there to help them and, and guide them. I mean, that, obviously that specific situation in our country's history, you know, is kind of stands out, of course. Um, so. Oh, my goodness. But, I remember um, uh, I was in college and I was uh, coaching and, and it was actually a beautiful day here in Birmingham. And we had uh, our junior clinics uh, on as usual that afternoon and I'll never forget, like, so many kids showed up to clinic and they had on that, that sort of iconic I heart and why, you know, the, the I love New York T-shirts on. And um, I mean, it's just a day that everyone has, you know, sort of a peak memory. Um, you know, it, it means so many things to so many different people, but, it, it, you know, we can all come together with it. So I think it's such an interesting point that you bring it up in the book. Um, so thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's definitely a point in point, and yeah, in, in my life, sure. And it's interesting how I can relate, you know, in a way to coaching and that type of thing. Oh, I think it's so interesting how, you know, every, everyone has. We're so shaped by by our experiences and how we relate to those experiences, and then we we bring that with us um, everywhere we go. <laughs> and so, so that's such a a, a good point, and and so refreshing to hear um the openness of of saying you know this 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 happened and this is part of what shaped me and it's part of how I, I got to where I am um and Tim and in, in, in Tim's tale um you, you also uh open up about you know things that meant a lot to you um and inspired you and, and kind of brought you to where you are um can you tell us more yeah well I mean the 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 reality to as I've got older and I'm still in the industry is the gratitude I have for 
the just tennis being in my life in general from a young age um the the lessons that it taught me the the coaches that i was fortunate enough to work with um my sister also played and how that allowed us to be closer and do things together and also as a family and then to to come to the us and play in college um you know these are aspirations that you know um that i had and and were able to come to fruition through tennis and uh you know to so to still be here in the industry um and heavily in the industry uh you know what is it now 14 years after being a freshman in college here in the US and <laughs> to have built built my life here in a country that i wasn't born in and uh to uh to have met so many wonderful people and to and to have been fortunate enough to have coached so many uh so many great people and have that blessing to do that it's it's just been a it's been a whirlwind ride but we're uh, we're still we're still here so how did your paths cross and how did um this book come to be out of that relationship so so well it's funny how we always talk about how the tennis community is a is a small community i first i first came across jeremy when we did our uspta exam um with Faisal Hassan when i mean it must have been what 13 14 years ago now <laughs> yeah sorry like um yeah. so that was the first time i ever met jeremy and then we were very lucky in that jeremy came um uh worked for um for for blue chip for uh probably what 5 6 years well, five years at least five and a half and and know. that really cultivated our relationship into a you know a much closer relationship and you know going past just being colleagues but also to being very good friends and and you know those relationships with you know we we go out and have dinners with each other's um you know as as couples and then you know uh you know very passionate and in, and uh, very driven to see Jeremy's daughter do well on the tennis court and uh, uh she's a great, great just bundle of energy and a really good, really good young prospect and <laughs> so it's it, it's just it's just you know i mean there's i think there's a mutual respect that that's been developed over time from working together and then that's translated into a into a really a really great friendship friendship for the friendship sorry um <laughs> so uh i mean if you want yeah. to add to that yeah and i i think we just uh learn how to kind of respect those skill sets we have as coaches but also you know bounce back ideas um you know about how we can improve as coaches and you know as as people how we relate to our players on the court you know and I think one thing we learned is you know it's it's great to have a great lesson plan but you know how you do the communication skills with the players and you know how you're honest with the players how you you know show your true passion for wanting to teach are the things that really can say you're part of the coach and you know we we were able to bounce ideas back and forth and that's that's some of the things that we've been you know wanting to do so yeah i mean and jenny i mean i think that it, it's it's also you know we, we look back at it now and we we uh you know with the book and you know people say you know how did you have the time or how did it come about and and it 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 wasn't by design but when we look back at it 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 really was quite a clear progression of how Jeremy and I sort of worked used each other as as soundboards and and to promote each other publicly and and stuff in in opportunities that started from um just some local speaking engagements to you know so you know like Jeremy for example 
would speak at the local USPTA high school, uh, but it was it was me that was there on the court doing the drills for him, you know, um, and and that mutual respect where he did the same thing for me and um, and and that sort of then by design led to then writing and um, uh, I I may have told the story when we were when I was on the podcast before, but I'll tell it again real quick. You know, Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy. Uh, you know, we used it as, as sort of friendly competition, um, both wanting to, to, to sort of be proud of each other, but to outdo each other as well. And Jeremy <laughs> came into my office and he's the most he's the most uh, um, sort of um, just selfless, loyal, uh, no ego guy you could ever meet. And he came in with this sort of kind of little like wry smile on his face and <laughs> threw down the USPTA magazine and was like, huh, how, how do you like this, boss? And I, uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, wow. And he, and he had written and, and had published an article. And, and what Jeremy will tell you what we do very well here at Blue Chip is that, you know, that article was sent out to all of our members and to our staff and like immediately, because we're very proud of the achievements of anyone within our organization. And, um, but what that did for me was it definitely was like, well, it, you know, if, if Jeremy wrote an article, goodness, I've got to write one too. So, you know, <laughs> I, I went, I went and wrote one just to try and be on the same level. And then we started writing them together. And then through three years of doing this, um, we had a more content that we knew knew what to do with. And Jeremy's father is, um, has published uh, many books, actually, and was very gracious in saying, look, send it all over to me. And and, um, and we thought sort of that was great. He was now going to put it in a book for us. Little did we know that obviously none of it linked, none of it matched or anything <laughs> like that. So that was when we yeah. then spent a solid six months actually writing a book. But, right. it, you know, it, it, it was uh, it was it, it was by design, but it wasn't by design. If you had it. I, I kind of I, I actually really love that depiction of, of your, your journey there together, because I kept being reminded, and of course this is always in my mind in some way, but you know, Nadal and Federer talk about how they made each other better. Um, mm -hmm. sort of like each one raised the bar and, you know, you, you, you know, if somebody gets better at this, then you have to train to get better at that. And, and so it's, it's, it, I, I kind of love that, you know, he come Jeremy comes in with the article and you're like, well, I have to write an you know, so yeah. I, I love that it's a healthy competition that fueled a friendship and a collaboration. And I wish that that was um, not a small piece, but a bit of bigger piece of the industry that we can all come together. And I think that's something that, that you guys are doing such a good job of. Um, so you have your first book where you collaborated together and now it's leading to your second book that will be out later this year. And another big word um in that book is collaboration. Um, can you talk a little yes. bit more about that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Jeremy. Well, yeah, I think I think the biggest thing that we realize is just like when you're on the you know court, you're teaching group lesson. There's a lot of you know the pros there. I mean, everybody you know has to carry their weight, um, and you know in terms of teaching well, but you've got to you've got to make sure that you know there's the fun communication there between. You know the pros and there's the respect of each other and there's a you know collaboration and you really you really want to make sure that that is apparent and you know we like to think about when when we're doing lessons or when we're working with people the optics the optics are important and so you know just making sure that that um, strength of when to collaborate is is always there. I think is what we've really 
um, tried to do. And, you know, we encourage, you know, offers to think about how they can do that. Because I think our industry just goes stronger um, when, you know, as much as you can, you put your egos down and, and have an open mind about respecting others and ideas that, you know, other pros that are passionate about making the game better, you know, uh, can, can help with. Well, I think it's so, easy to I mean, see that, that, you know, the industry is better when we have our good coaches working together versus against each other. So, so I just think that this is such a special and important thing to highlight that, that you know, when we have people working together for the good of the industry, um, it, it, everybody gets better. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, Jenny, I mean, I, you know, that's a big mission of, of mine and, and Jeremy's and I know you mm-hmm. and a few of our, uh, um, our, our, you know, our colleagues in the industry are, are beginning mm-hmm. to think more along those lines. And uh, I think I think that's important for all facets for, from from the the quality of coaching to the, the quality of the experience for the consumer to how um, industry organizations um, operate, reflect and, you know, what the whole gamut. So, I mean, the collaboration part of it is, uh, you know, I, I I openly admit I could never have written this book by myself. I wouldn't have had the focus. <laughs> I wouldn't have had the the knowledge to do it by myself. And that's where, um, you know, Jeremy and I, but what was funny was, and hopefully this is a message to anybody else out there, because I'm a big believer that, you know, no matter who you are or how young you are in the industry, you've got something to offer. So I'm a big believer yes. in every, everybody should write articles. Mm-hmm. Everybody should submit proposals to speak at conferences. Mm-hmm. No matter, don't don't just leave it leave, leave it up to the to the uh, to the same few people because that's not how we collaborate and get better. Um, so with with this um, with the second book that we've got coming out, it's it's called uh, it's a uh, the complete player, a Britain a Texan navigate the junior tennis journey, mm-hmm. and. Um, we're really excited about it. It's funny how this book, because, and this is sort of a, a lesson for anybody out there is, you know, once we had done the first one, the second one was inevitable just because mm-hmm. it was such a fun experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also in promoting it and getting out there and speaking to coaches. And I posted something on Facebook recently about someone had sent me a message um, with the book in their pro shop in, in, taken in, in Seoul, Korea. And then I had another person who sent me a message that had, was reading the book in San Diego. So when oh, you wow. start to realize that reach, um, it's extremely humbling, but also extremely motivational. Um, sorry, motivating. Mm-hmm. And, and with this second book, what we've done is, and to go back to the initial point of collaboration is, we've brought more just great minds and friends of ours and friends of the industry into contribute. And, you know, Jeremy and I have said this, we were laughing about it before we came in is that, you know, the, the, the reason why this book is, is even better is because it's not just Jeremy and I's voice. It's got multiple other people yeah. in it that we'll quickly go through, yeah. obviously. Um, I know you have Dean Hollingworth. He's a, a dear friend of mine and, and a, yeah. absolutely an industry leader. Um, and so I'm really excited to, to read his chapter. <laughs> yep. So we have, we have Dean Hollingworth. We have Sarah Jane Stone. Oh, yes. We have uh, Dr. Charlotte Alabasta. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about in the nutrition part, which is yep. important. Uh, Lisa, Lisa Goodman Stone, uh, obviously. Fantastic. A book, yep. A book, geared, a book geared towards juniors and parents in particular. 
there's uh there's there's someone that you definitely want on your side and and, uh, and hearing their voice with their network mm-hmm. um and then we also have this uh one young lady her her name escapes me uh someone jenny jenny somebody <laughs> oh, oh jenny that, maybe the last name i mean jenny you know what, what we're excited about with you because you've got a niche in in talking about obviously social media and stuff like that but you know this book is geared towards junior tennis players navigating the pitfalls and understanding the different avenues of being successful in tennis and life, not mm-hmm. just successful to be the, the, to be a pro. And one thing, obviously, your chapter is going to be great information on is in today's day and age, I was reading uh, some posts uh, of kids that are not being recruited mm. for certain universities because mm-hmm. of stuff they posted on Twitter or whatever. That's right. So just just a, just a general uh, education that's necessary clearly to young kids as to, hey, you know what, in today's day and age, you've got to be careful and you've got to understand, you know, certain pitfalls and things to look for that you shouldn't shouldn't be doing. And because obviously you want to promote yourself, too. But uh, you know you've got, you've got to be you've got to be cautious in today's day and age, and not and not be one of those kids that's destined to go to one of these top schools on a top scholarship and blow it because you you posted something stupid that you shouldn't have done. <laughs> but you know, yeah, so that, I, I, that, I kind of think about it like this: like, do, do either of you have a tattoo? <laughs> no, yeah, no, right. no, Actually, no. no. I'm, too, I'm too, I'm too hairy. Yeah. I'm too hairy. Yeah, exactly. so I, I also do not have a tattoo, but but I think about this because I've thought about getting a tattoo like since I was an adolescent, and I could never decide on something that I thought would, you know, it's like would this really be definitive? Is this something that I would really be happy to have permanently on myself forever? And I almost approach social media a little bit like this, like when you post something out there, it, it, you might think it's temporary or you can delete it. But you really can't. I mean, it's really right. kind of like you're, 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 it's like a tattoo. I mean, it's like you're really yeah. putting something out there and it's like, is that really, you know, do you really want that butterfly to define you or <laughs> that rose? <Yeah>. Or, <laughs> you know, so when you think about it this way, it's, it's kind of like you have to be careful. Um, so, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to the, the chapter. Um, so I, I really appreciate you guys letting me have that, that space. So thank you. <laughs> We're- and Jenny, what was what was so humbling was everyone we asked was was super excited to be a part of it. Yeah. And that's where like J- Jeremy and I, you know, we, we discussed this. We didn't just reach out and like it was by design. We were like, oh, and we were nervous. We were like, oh, do you think do you think Dean or Charlotte or something? Right. You know, do you think we were worried? Do you think they're going to say yes? And right. It's, right. it's just a testament to the, you know, to these great people that are contributing because everyone turned back and said, absolutely. Right. Um, right. So. It's- you know, it, it's all about, we go back to coaches and collaborating. I think that it's just about everybody willing to kind of put their hand out and get and get everybody working together. I think that people do want to. I think it's just about, um, you know, us making sure that, that we do that more often. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I, and, and another, I think, great thing about this book, and we did it in the, in the last book, is, you know, tell how tennis like Tim said earlier, it translates to life, you know, um, in the last book, my dad also, he edited the book, he, he wrote a thoughtful chapter himself in the last book, and he's kind of contributing a little bit on another chapter along with helping edit it. But, you know, we have, you know, Tim's sister, um, a chapter again, and my brother, who's a, a actor and has, you know, done a great job doing kind of his own 
very funny comedy acts also, <laughs> but you know how it relates to just essentially to life and it's how it's helped them also. So just kind of a, you know, interesting perspective. And we, it's, it's not meant to say that this is a prescription book for how to get to the pros. It's for how to, how for kids to enjoy their journey and understand their goals, you know, can, you know, wherever they want to go, it, yeah. it should help them in life, hopefully. So I and, think, and get, I think get, it's so needed. No, go ahead, Tim. Yeah. So, and, and, and you know, just to get people sort of aware and, and more excited about what the content is, um, you know, we've, we've used the same tie break uh, chapter system and ah, okay. basically um, we go through point one is talking about a variety of things about the mental mindset. Mm. Number point two is chapters based on basically the over the over the overriding uh, theme is the healthy environment. Uh, point three is elite travel, sorry, elite training for mm -hmm. all levels and trying to trying to see where each person falls and their expectations. Uh, point four is the athlete based foundation. Mm -hmm. Point five is match day. Point six is beyond the courts and life skills. And point seven, and I think the most important is and, and really the underlying message to this book is loving the journey. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I want to read this book. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, it will be, it will be, uh, for those that are interested, it will be, uh, it will be available. We're hoping before the U S open, um, uh, it is, it is, it is, it is completed. It's now going to go just to, um, our, uh, our phenomenal editor, uh, Jeremy's father, <laughs> who, does a, who, um, I think was probably looking, uh, looking forward to retirement, but now he's having to edit our books on an annual basis. So, um, but no, so it, it will be, uh, it'll be available then. And, um, yeah, it's just, you know, we, we also have a, you know, you talk about like the, you know, the, I talked earlier about the gratitude in coaching and looking back at my mm -hmm. life in tennis. Like my my coach as a junior, Justin Sharing, is actually writing the forward to the book. Oh, um, fantastic! So it's it's you know we talked about you know friends collaborating in it, colleagues, um, you know a, a coach that I had when I was you know it was very important to me from you know like the age of maybe twelve to eighteen years of age um, to to you know who I haven't even seen in person for probably fifteen years. But to again just answer the call as soon as I emailed out and um, uh, and say absolutely, you know, we'd love to. Um, proud of you know, it's, it's it's things like that that I think we all can relate to and 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 really be very humbled and gratified and 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 I think uh, you know shows that it's a worthwhile journey um, when when you do something like this. And and the goal the goal has always been that um, you know despite how uh, some people might think that people writing books in the tennis industry are making millions of dollars, they're not. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but for us, this is something that is, you know, it's, it's got a bit more of a, of, 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 of a bigger, a bigger goal. It's, it's trying to, it's trying to give back. It's trying to uh, encourage collaboration. It's trying to, to um, bring some of the best people to give some of the best advice, like with the first book, the complete coach, and then this one for the for the for the junior player. Um, just just some general direction and life lessons and things that we navigated ourselves, and and obviously also through playing, then also through coaching. And um, it's just supposed to be a resource that we want to try and get as many people's hands as possible. Uh, Jeremy and I already to date this year have 
given away over 2,000 copies of The Complete Coach. Oh, wow, that's um, fantastic. And, and that's something that the, uh, is well worth the investment from us because of the, uh, the people that we've got to meet, the feedback that we've got to have, and, and, and that's been something that's been really rewarding. So yeah, it's, been, it's been very humbling just to, you know, to be able to use, you know, think about something that we're so passionate about, tennis, and, you know, how we're fortunate that, you know, that seed was planted well for us by both of our sets of parents. And, you know, we're, we're fortunate that, you know, um, you know, our parents weren't, you know, necessarily, you know, certified teaching pros, but they, they gave us the right environment. So we're sitting here today, you know, authors of a book and in, in, in a humble way, being able to talk about what tennis has meant for us. And we still love it, you know, as opposed to being juniors who train five days a week and, you know, want to drop the racket after college. And, you know, we're just thankful. We're also very thankful to both sets of our parents and our mentors growing up you know, that were involved in that process. Yeah. So, oh, that's fantastic. Um, so I know I know we're getting uh, close to time here, but I uh, I wanted to have a little fun and kind of throw some um, just quick questions out there at you guys. Um, so w- will that be all right? <laughs> yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> um, okay. So, what would your idea of perfect happiness on a tennis court be? <laughs> Perfect happiness. I'd actually say actually playing a close match and then and then grinding out a win um, and like a tie break. Because I, I just, I kind of love the, I, I I don't know, that that's, that's I'm, honestly, that's my first thought. I, I really the battle. love that. Yeah. I, yeah, I love that growing up. So I'd I, much I, rather I win 7-6 yeah. than 6-0. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that. I mean, I, I, I think that one of the, um, you know, as a coach, the, the days that we get, the days that we get most excited about are the days where you're coming to work with a, a new, a new energy that can come from maybe being and witnessing a junior win on the weekend, you're coming in Monday, or maybe you've got a new hire, new staff, maybe there's so that, you know, you've, you've seen a new drill, you've learned something from whether it's a YouTube video or, 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 or just in person, uh, but you're coming with something that, that's new that you want to own, you want to share, you want to perfect with the clients that you have that day. And then I think what I really enjoy the most is just that is when as a coach, you know, because it's written all over the client's face, no matter who they are, when you've had a great lesson and <laughs> And that, I think, is a combination of the pro bringing, bringing the heat, bringing the attitude, bringing the, the energy, uh, bringing the knowledge and the commitment. And then also having a student that's like a sponge that wants to learn and, and wants to get better. And, you know, so, you know, that, that genuine high five and smile at the end of a great lesson is something that's contagious. I mean, I, I'm sure we, Jeremy and I will both admit that you know, we, we, we've also had lessons that aren't that way. But I think, you know, with regards to sort of just a simple thing that, you know, then gets you up for the next hour or gets you up for the next day is, is, is just knowing that 
that, that, that as a coach, you know, selflessly, you were able to to, uh, to 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 pick someone else up that day and and let them have a great time on the court. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So, what about, what would uh, do you have an extravagance in the in the tennis world? <laughs> Traveling, as you know. Yes, yes, that would be Extra- mine. Ex- I wish I was in Monte Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was re- I was referring more to extensive industry traveling. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I was just wanting to go to Monte Carlo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Monte Carlo would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, um, that's something we talk about in the second book about keeping it in a chapter called "Keeping It Fun." Is you, you're in this global sport where either if you are. You know, even if you're lucky enough to, 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 to play on the pro level and travel the world or whether you're in a different career, but take advantage of, you know, a, a trip that's run with a clinic to Monte Carlo or the U.S. Open or wherever it may be. It's a, it, tennis is played all over the world and it's a chance to to meet different cultures and, and experience and make friends that you would never, ever in a million years think you would meet. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. So, and that can come in, in, in so many different shapes and forms, you know, even, even as a, as a, I, I'm not a coach on the pro tour. I mean, I work in, you know, mainly in private, semi-private clubs, but you know, the, there are places just through doing stuff in the industry that I would never, ever thought I would have been to and people that I never thought I would meet. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's pretty amazing, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, being, yeah having the drive to, you know, continue doing continued education and stuff like that has been awesome to, you know, be able to participate in, you know, workshops at Indian Wells and things like that, that we, you know, other coaches you know that have pursued that, um, made the part of that um, aspect of their coaching. Uh, that's been an awesome thing too. So. Excellent. Um, is there a word or phrase that you overuse when you're um, coaching? <laughs> <laughs> overused well um i'm gonna say once every clip i mean focus passion but i mean you know you know um own it i mean those are kind of cliche words but so yeah i i i don't know about just coaching i get made of i get made fun of all the time by my my staff because i use the word absolutely all the time apparently <laughs> Um, so there's that. And then, and then in the industry, um, Craig O'Shaughnessy likes to make fun of me all the time because whenever I speak, uh, at at an industry event, I like to use the word, I I like to say right after every time I make a statement. (laughs) So, and I've actually gone back and analyzed, uh, I've actually gone back and analyzed some of my, uh, my talks and, and, and he's exactly right. (laughs) That's so funny. So, I, think, yeah. I think if you could go back and listen to yourself, you, you hear these things. I mean, it, it, to me, I've, I've been asked this question and I, I feel myself again, again, again. You know? yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, that's, a, that's a whole nother, you know, I mean, that's a whole nother. Um, if, if you're doing the industry speaking, I mean, we, Jeremy and I, the amount of practice we put in and. And then we go back and watch it, and obviously we're our, we're our, we're our own uh, harshest critics. But, <laughs> of course, you know it, it, it's um, it's fun. It's uh, it's it's fun. It's it's a it's a privilege to be able to do that. Um, what would you say is your most marked characteristic as a coach? 
Uh, general badass. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> or absolute. Ma 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 Maverick, <laughs> Maverick, Renegade. I don't, any, any I'm just kidding. Uh, I know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something. I'm trying to be humble. <laughs> I like that answer. Brag, brag about no, I mean, you know, I guess just desire to. Well, let's answer it for each other. Okay. Yeah. Je Jeremy's, like okay. ha Jeremy's hands down is is hands down is is genuineness and commitment. Those those two things that I we have all been there. We've all had that lesson that you know what we just this this person's not interested. You don't see it when Jeremy teaches. I've never seen him off the boil for one second when he teaches a lesson. Um, I, I, I publicly say if I had kids, he's the first coach I would send my kids mm -hmm. to because I know I'm getting the best value for my mm -hmm. money. Mm -hmm. um, plain and simple. So that's that's my my perception of him anyway. Well, thank you, Tim. Um, <laughs> I, Tim, I, just the passion that he has um, for wanting to teach the game. You know, I think I've, and it doesn't matter what lesson it is during the day. I think he, he you can tell that he wants the person he's teaching to, you know, love what he's doing, love what he or she is doing when he's out, when he or she's out there and also just be as excellent as possible, you know, at, at whatever they're working on. If it's a hand tossing drill, you know, uh, he's going to be passionate about make sure they're, you know, we know as coaches with hand tossing, you know, big thing is, you know, are they moving their feet right? What kind of footwork patterns are they doing? Could be one aspect of it, of course, but that, I mean, I, that's what I would say. Um, he, he's out there because he's passionate about it and he does want whoever's teaching to be excellent at the skill they're working on or if it's a live ball game, you know, uh, maybe a strategy that they're working on, um, that type of thing. So, Well, you know, it's sort of a, a parting question that, that is a loaded question that we could do probably an entire podcast series on. So I know that <laughs> even though time is short, I'm going to ask a big question. Um, what would you comment on um, as as to leaders in the industry, as to young coaches that are, are truly kind of making a difference out there and, and and committed to this industry and love this industry, and that's so evident in, in what you guys are doing? Um, what is your state of mind on sort of the state of the industry? <laughs> well, that, that could be a whole nother... That could be a whole other podcast. Well, is that the cliff? Is that the yeah. cliffhanger until next week? Yes, how, yeah, actually, exactly. yes. That's our parting, our parting thought. Well, <laughs> I'll let Jeremy go first. All right. Well, I don't know if I answer this answer your question directly, but I will say that I think our industry is is full of young coaches that want to love what they do and and learn what they do and and live it. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, you know, loving first and foremost, be on the court working with a student, um, learning the craft. I mean, we're, we we wrote this in essence also to say that we want to keep learning. Uh, mm -hmm. we, we, if, if, if any successful person tells you they know it all, um, then I think, you know, that's, you look at any other industry, we've seen successful people, we've seen it in our parents, um, what they've excelled in their, what they respectively do uh, with their professions, um, they, they, they want to always be better for the people they serve and then live it. You know, if, if you're going to walk the talk, um, and what you espouse in your words, you know, 
uh, tennis has taught us that you have to also, you know, live it. And, you know, those are three principles that, you know, we, we've thought of and we mentioned in the book and we talk about in, in kind of the loving the journey chapter. Mm. So I, I would think that the industry is, is, has many coaches that are wanting to have that attitude and do have that attitude. And I just think the more they do, you know, the better off the industry will, will be for the, for the players they coach and for, for their colleagues, um, mm. you know, they work with, you know, mm-hmm. so. No, that's a great answer. No, thank you for absolutely, that, Jeremy. Abs, abs, yeah, absolutely. There's my favorite word again. Um, <laughs> uh, look, I, I, I think that, and I've, I've put some of this out there recently, I'm encouraged at some of the things that are happening. Uh, mm-hmm. If it was a perfect industry, then, you know, I don't think that I, I speak for myself personally, I don't think I personally would have the voice that I have in that, you know, I'm, I don't, like Jeremy said, I'm a student of the game and I'm more a student of education. I, mm-hmm. I'm somebody that, um, you know, I refuse to do things just because people say that's the way it's always been done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I seek to find the, the data and the, and, 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 and the reasoning behind mm-hmm. doing anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, those are things that other industries that excel naturally do well. I think tennis is getting better. Mm-hmm. I think that there's also a pretty substantial shift happening, as we know, with um, USTA accreditation, accreditation mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 also I think some of the programs that um, are being implemented. I've spoke about you know the US USPTA with their under thirty initiative to really develop younger coaches and and to find their pathways. And the PTR have got a great mentoring scheme, which I'm actually very grateful to be involved in this year. Um, oh yeah. And uh, so there's things that are, are moving in the right direction. Part of part of what I enjoy and what motivates me is that it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Is trying to find the solutions and mm-hmm. kind of uh, you know putting the uh, Putting the rallying cry out there to, to get to get people to uh, to step outside their own comfort zones and to come together to collaborate to find solutions. And the last thing that I have to say on it is, I had this conversation uh, recently with some people at the Tom conference. Is there needs to be more industry leaders? I, I, I when I when I hear that phrase, I get a little bit. Um, skeptical because <laughs> I see I see very much the same people and have mm-hmm. seen the same people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's not that they don't do a great job because they do and there's a reason why they are considered industry leaders but sure. there's not been enough new people joining that fray mm-hmm. and, and and that's and like anything in this world you have to have that consistent cycle of new information and new blood and mm-hmm. you know I mean Sarah Sarah uh, Stone has done an amazing job in 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 dealing with an issue that we've known's been an issue for years in getting yes. more female coaches. She, I mean, she's amazing. Yeah. But but you know, but you know what she's done is she's just gone she's just gone and put that put that on her back and said you know what enough's enough I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna change this mm-hmm. and and that's why I have so much admiration for her and that organization. Oh me too. Oh yeah, and, no doubt. But 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 I think I think the industry needs more more people like that. Um, mm-hmm. That are, that are that are with, that, that, that know there is an issue and in, and that are that, that are willing to change it because you know I I I've I've been fortunate in my career 
I I have I have been I have been fortunate in my career in that I've I've navigated it a lot of the success outside of the tennis industry and that's not a good thing and and I think that a lot of coaches um, they want to they want to have great careers in, in tennis they want to have fulfillment they want to be financially successful and the industry as a whole needs to do better in educating um, educating coaches as to how to achieve that um, you know because most people are going to look to the industry to guide them so yeah, that's my uh, my take on it Good. At least brief take. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I think I think that you know what we, what we've hit on here, and and again, even when I prefaced it, and I knew that we were sort of you know we're barely scratching the surface here, that we that we could all um, start this conversation, and it's a needed conversation, and so I look forward to um, the conversations that we will have in the future, and 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 talking to the people that our industry leaders. I mean, I love talking to Ken DeHart. You know, I mean, what a, what a fun guy to talk to, and you know. You know some some of these people that have that have been out there and been down in the trenches and have been through it and, and you know they're so they have so much to offer and and I have so much to learn, but like you said you know just as the industry is always evolving you know the other voices are so important as well and so I think kind of almost getting into a roundtable situation where you could have somebody that's been in the industry for you know decades or somebody that's coming in I want to know what they think. You know, what, what is it like coming into the industry today? You know, it's not the same as when I yeah. came into the industry almost 20 years ago. Sure. You know, I mean, yeah, so exactly. I, I would love to hear hear that voice. And, you know, what is it like now? I mean, you know, obviously with my, my social media passion, it's like not, that it wasn't around when I started. You know, exactly. <laughs> you know when I came exactly. into the industry, it's like. I couldn't, I, I couldn't text my boss and say, you know, I'm going to be late. You know, <laughs> that, that exactly. would never happen. I mean, it wasn't exactly. possible, but that would never happen. Yeah. And so I, I think that everyone's voice is unique and everyone uh, deserves to be heard. Yeah. And real quick along those lines, I mean, I think we've all experienced this at different points during conferences. I remember at the, the you know, the recent USPTA Mid-Atlantic, Mid-Atlantic conference, I mean, I think one of the, uh, most valuable, you know, seminars that we had was just a, a, a topic, but an open discussion about programming with all the pros there. So you're not necessarily, you know, just necessarily listening to someone talk, but again, um, having some, you know, honest questions and feedback, you know, uh, about programming at your clubs, you know. Anyway, so oh, I mean, I think that we're we're really at, at, at a really interesting, almost tipping point in the industry where there's more online forums. There's more ways to get in touch with people that maybe you wouldn't have been in touch with otherwise. I mean, so the fact that you can reach more people just on just through technology, again, you know, it, it can make our industry better when you take advantage of the fact that you can reach out to people all over the world. And we can start a conversation, and 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 make a difference. Exactly. Yep. It's you know. It, well it, put. It, yeah, absolutely. It's it's that it's that. You know, everyone's got to be willing to to share their experiences, to find solutions. You know, check the ego at the door, and and come out of this with a with a better with a better outcome for everybody. Um, 
you know, I think Jenny, you included, we all have a responsibility mm -hmm. um, to improve the industry for the, for the, for, I mean, like I said, I just started doing this uh, as a mentor for the PTR and I've got this great young pro uh, out of, Can out of um, uh, Kansas who, mm -hmm. who I'm working with and he's 23 years of age and, and I, I feel I have a responsibility to improve the industry for someone like him and people that will keep coming up through the pipeline. Yeah. And one, one general thing we talk about too in the book is just the make, you know, helping pros learn how to be, you know, resilient and accountable for their actions, but also how tennis teaches that to juniors, you know, when you're playing a match, you, you need to learn about resiliency, accountability. I think, you know, we, we love how tennis just teaches that in a very unique way. And we bring that up in the book too. So, ah, oh, that's a that's such an important point. And and again, speaking to how resiliency is different today than maybe it was when I was growing up, or or other people. I mean, it's it's a different world. And so, yes, as the world changes, you know, all these all the meanings of these things evolve with it. And so, it's so relevant to have a book that reaches out to these young athletes. Um, who need need some guidance they i mean I, I i wish this book was around when i was playing <laughs> yeah well that was our goal i mean I'll, you know for me personally having a you know, young daughter i mean it's kind of made me want to do this you know as best possible and uh, kind of just a fun thing to for her to have and you know regardless whatever she does with tennis just uh be cool if you know she's eight so 30 years from now, she was sitting and talking to someone about a book she wrote about tennis. <laughs> oh, that great. would be more enjoyable than, you know, it'd be great for her to win a Grand Slam, but if she did that, that would be pretty cool. It means I did something right, yeah. possibly. Or if she's just you know? still playing. If she's just still playing. She's just still That's playing. That's the bigger thing. Of course. Exactly. <laughs> And she did. I did something right. But, <laughs> well, yeah. Jeremy, Tim, I, I, I can't thank you guys enough. I know I know you're both very busy people, so I, I, I appreciate uh, the time that you you carved out in your schedules to be on the show today. So thank, thank you so time. much. And, and I, you know, I could talk to y'all for for hours and hours. So I hope that we can um, do another podcast soon and follow up on this and. Um, that, that we, we have so much more to talk about, but I, I just appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Well, it's been awesome, and thank you for your you know contributions to the book. So. Yeah, thanks, Jenny. And yeah. then you just again, like you 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 know you are, you know you're out there not following the status quo, and I respect that. And, <laughs> oh, thank and, you. And trying to and trying to trying to chat, and you got such great energy. And just if if I may, just again, we just want to make sure that. Um, yourself and 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 dean and charlotte and sarah yep. and you know and uh, lisa they really just you know we're just we're so grateful and, and their their work we, we've obviously seen the draft of what they put together and it's just it's just some great information that we're really excited to get out there and um i just want to make sure we give them a shout out for everything that they contributed so selflessly uh that is fantastic well yeah, we well, really appreciate it uh well thank you for all that you guys are doing and thank you for for reaching across the aisle and getting more people involved. And I think that's how, that's how we're going to make a difference moving forward. So, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, the, the plan for the third book is that someone that, that, that it's completely guest chapters with our names on the front. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> trying to be very smart here. It's a smart, it's a smart model. We're moving yeah. towards. Yeah. That's like I always, getting, always loved those. Um, yeah. I love those albums that would come out that were all covers. Like, yes, yes, right. <laughs> like, uh, what was it? I think Willie Willie Nelson came out with an album that was like uh, Willie and Friends, and I think Johnny Cash yeah. did the same. Like, yeah, here, here, we're gonna sing. I'm just gonna like sort of sing with my buddy here. Like, <laughs> oh well, well, still, still to this day, close friends of mine still come up to me and say you didn't write any of that book so you know <laughs> i wrote i did write some of it but, uh, you know so, i know you did i know you did yeah. <laughs> mm. well i i i'm so looking forward to the next time that we get a chance to do this again so y'all y'all enjoy the rest of your day it's a beautiful day here in birmingham i hope it's a, a beautiful day there and um are y'all in dc is that where y'all are where are you we are, yes. we are currently in alexandria virginia alexandria. oh okay okay yeah we are we it's are raining here. at yeah we are here at blue chip hq and it is raining uh, today oh the the rain that was here yesterday must have gotten to you then so yeah tomorrow will both probably our, be nice both our places. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you all so much. And, and, thanks, and thank you so back. much. We'll talk thanks, soon. Jenny. We'll talk soon. Yep. Enjoy the rest of your okay. day. Okay. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thanks.